0: I feel like, um, I feel like the Lord is, is really wanting to just, I always got to be careful how I say this. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, but then I'll say something to kind of balance it out. I, I really believe that the Lord wants to minister to us tonight. I believe that he wants to minister to our hearts. As we were praying, you know, sometimes, probably most of the time, we all need some realignment inside of our hearts between us and God. We, we always have little areas that could be adjusted and, you know, the Bible says, I, it came to mind when we were praying earlier, you know, Jesus is the gardener and he prunes. He likes to come in and, and prune the branches that are unfruitful, you know, and there's different ways you can look at it. You know, pruning might sound a little painful. It's like, is he going to come in and chop something off, you know? He's, he's gracious. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love and kindness, uh, he's good. He's gooder than you could imagine. He's he's really that good. And as you know, some of our favorite people on the planet, like Bill Johnson, used to say, "God is in a good mood." He he is. I really believe it. I'm convinced that he is in a good mood. That his mood towards us, his heart towards us, is that of a good father. He's a good father. <clears throat> we know through the prodigal son story, Jesus told us that that God the Father is like that father. He's, he's just waiting and longing to restore us. Restore us back to the identity and the position that he has appointed us to be. And to simplify that, that would be his sons and his daughters walking in their regal or royal authority as heavenly ambassadors, as heavenly citizens. Um, So to balance that out, saying that, yeah, God wants to meet with us and minister to us as priests of God, as our position as believers, as ministers unto God, that's what we get to do. Actually, as we worship him and minister unto the Lord, that's our first ministry in life. So you might think, you know, well, Scott's a pastor and a mailman, but a pastor today. No, I'm a pastor every day who just has a, a job as a mailman. But as a pastor you know that it's my job to do all the ministry you know we've talked about this many times in our church and we've clarified that the scripture says that we are all ministers of god that we are a priesthood of all believers so that means from the greatest to the smallest to the oldest to the youngest we are all priests of god priests and priestesses i guess should i say priestess priest and uh, when you say priestess it almost sounds kind of like wiccan or something weird now, we are not new age, we are not into witchcraft, we are lovers of Jesus and lovers of the Holy Spirit and lovers, lovers of our Father God, the triune God, three persons in one God, blessed Trinity. So, with that, said, with that said, that's what we're getting ready to go do here in a minute. But I got a couple announcements, so we're just going to, quick reminder, Wednesday nights, uh, if you missed last Wednesday, we kicked off our first session of basic training of the, in the prophetic ministry. It's uh, Chris Vallotton from Bethel Church. So it's, uh, we have a time of worship and a time of prayer. And then right around 8 p.m., we're aiming for 8 p.m., and I know everyone's going to help me with that, right, guys? Those of you who are here, we really want to keep this streamlined and not go till 10 p.m. like we did Wednesday night. So don't let that scare you. Don't let that freak you out. <laughs> We always say, hey, the door's open if you've got to go, but, but we plan on uh, getting the, the teaching training time rolling right around 8 p.m. So if, if that's uh, what we will do, then if that's what we can do, we will move forward straight into the teaching. The videos are about 20 minutes long, and then we have a discussion time. And what did you guys think, those that were here of session one? Pretty good stuff? Yeah? I thought it was awesome. All right. Well, Hey. This is going to be session two this week. So if you want to come, you can join in at any moment, any, any Wednesday night, even if you've missed eight out of eight, seven out of eight. All right. Two Sundays from today, we have Charlie and Lori Gosler coming to minister to us. These people are sweethearts. I don't know what else to say to describe them. They are just... I kind of refer to them as uh, Uncle Charlie and Aunt Lori. Because he's kind of like that that crazy uncle that drinks too much when he comes over and people are partying now that's not our house you know i didn't grow up with a bunch of drinkers in the house and crazy uncles like that but i've seen movies where the uncle comes over and it's always that one uncle the one that gets sloshed and you know just says inappropriate things but these guys don't get sloshed on in that in the worldly sense no they are they are holy spirit bibbers is that the right word, bibber, Im- Im- imbiber, inviting? Come on, Barbara, help me out. You're supposed to, you're supposed to give me the proper words when I'm when I'm falling short. Yeah, they are connoisseurs of of the wine of the kingdom, and they have gone through so many uh, wonderful experiences with God. They initially were touched in Toronto back in the mid '90s, uh, the Toronto blessing. And they got majorly touched from that. And from that time on, they have just been giving it away everywhere they go. They travel to different parts of the world. They minister around our region. They are, (coughs) excuse me, that was weird. They are. They are based in Portland, Oregon. They lead uh, the Abiding Place Church. And we get to have them for a Sunday, I'll just say Sunday for now. We may may have potentially something Saturday night. May have. I'm thinking maybe a dessert or something. But I don't know. I'm not i am not committing to anything. We'll talk. Yeah. And we'll talk to them, of course. So with that said, why don't you guys stand up? Let's stand. Yes, I'm looking at you, David. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to move this out of the way. <clears throat> just off to the side here. So David shared something in prayer that I was thinking it would be really wonderful if you could just share that real brief here. Give us that job description, and how you felt like God was bringing that to memory this last week.
1: Uh, So uh, in one of my previous careers, I was in telecommunications. And as uh, a telecommunications installer, you install telephone lines and fiber optics. And so I did a lot of work with fiber optics. And I was reminded um, last Wednesday of something that we do in that in that field so when I install fiber um, you have two cables and usually you have to uh, connect two cables together it's called splicing and so in order to do that you have to take the all the jacket off the end of the 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 fiber the outer the outer parts of it and then there's there's layers of that there's strength members and other cladding that protects that fiber and so after all you do that um, you set the fibers in in this machine it's called a fusion splicer and you you put the fibers in you close the window and you get this microscopic view of the fibers and the they're as small as your hair just one hair and they're in this really delicate state and so you set the fibers in, the, in this machine, and you close the lid. You get a, a view window, and the machine uh, shows you it, it brings the two fibers close together. And this is after you've, you, you have to do something called cleaving the glass. You, like, nick the glass and you break off the end so that there's just this clean, flat surface. And so the machine aligns the two fibers together and then brings them closer and then it does a little bit more alignment and then it brings them closer until the two faces of the glass are touching each other. And then in the view window, you see this bright light. It's just like an an atomic bomb going off, just boom. The whole screen lights up bright white and then it clears and then you see a single fiber uh, connected together. And you have to do that in order for, um, to send a signal, in order to send light uh, fiber optics carry light signals, and in order to communicate, and so that's how you fusion splice. Just got you a one-on-one class on how to fusion splice some fiber, guys. So, and that's how it's done. But um, Holy Spirit was reminding me of that picture. I haven't done this in, in quite a while, um, but He reminded me of it last Wednesday. It was really speaking to me about it. You know, He, um, Holy Spirit, can, is able to take those. Those hardened, uh, those those jackets, those protective layers off. He brings us into that fragile state, you know, and then he he brings us closer together with him, and he aligns us, and then he brings us a little closer and does a little bit more alignment until we're face to face with him, and then that that experience that we have with him, that that bright white heat fuses us with him. And then his light can pass through us to the point where we can just, his his light goes through us and all the world can see his light. And so, yeah, just hold that picture in your head and hopefully be blessed
0: by it. I prayed, but I want to do something. I'll go ahead and pray, but I want to clarify what you just shared with the scripture real quick. Don't worry, guys. This goes right into worship. So 2 Corinthians... should be able to find this quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 says... Right here. Man, my eyes are really bad. It's kind of dim lighting in here, though. So I'll struggle here to see what it says in verse number wise. Verse 16. It says, whenever anyone turns... To the Lord. So that's what we're getting ready to do in just a second here. We're going to turn our attention to the Lord. It says the veil is taken away. So whatever hindrance there might be in your life, in your thinking, in, in your being, as we turn to the Lord, that veil is going to be removed. That, that separation, that distraction is going to be removed. It says now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So I just want to declare freedom over this room. As we welcome the Holy Spirit, we say, Holy Spirit, release your freedom in this place. We declare the freedom of heaven. Come invade this room. And verse 18, And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So with unveiled faces, as we behold the Lord today, this evening, as we behold him in worship, we get to be transformed. We get to be changed into his likeness and into his his image, into the likeness of Jesus with ever-increasing glory. So let's just prepare our hearts. Jesus, we love you. We love you, God. You can even pray out now if you want. Um, don't, don't make me do all the praying, but in your own way, just, just tell them, I love you, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your goodness. Thank you for the power of your presence, Lord, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, that, that you're here with us. We're two or more gathered in your name. You're there in their midst, so we know, we acknowledge your presence here today. We thank you for what you're doing in this room. We want to worship you, Lord. We just want to lay all that we are down at your feet this evening. We want to glorify your name. We want to come into that alignment. Just as David was sharing, the alignment of those fiber optics, God, every part of our being tonight, every part of our thinking, body, soul, spirit, inside out, head to toe, we want to come into perfect kingdom alignment with you. And so we're asking you today, this evening, that you would adjust us. As we worship you, as we behold you, that you would have freedom, free reign inside of us to make us more like Jesus, to to purify us and make us like our king. God, we want to be effective. We want to know you. We want to be intimate with you. And we want to be effective to do the work of the ministry you've called each one of us to do. We want to carry your light to this place, that, that bright, explosive light of your kingdom, of heaven, We want to be filled with it, and we want to carry it out of this place. God, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this time and this space to just interact, connect with you in a greater way, and we worship you, Lord. We give you glory in Jesus' name. All right, let's worship you guys. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you Lord, we love you Jesus. If those words are true, just tell him, you're still my first love, you're still my first love. He stands at the door of your heart, guys. He's worthy worthy of being your first love. Jesus, you're worthy of being my first love, first place. God, that you would have the the preeminence. You would have the supremacy, the center of my life. You'd have the core of my being, Lord. Just do do business with the Lord right now, guys. We're going to go into a time of communion, but let's let's just have time with him individually. Search me and know me and see if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in your way everlasting. Search our hearts, Lord. We want you. I want you, Lord. I want you to be the center of my heart. I want you to be my first love. I want you to be my compass my true north the center the center of my life when it's all said and done Jesus I want my life to be centered from beginning to end on you so I take my last breath Jesus may the cry of my heart be that you are my first love before the Lord just pray let's just pray if you're distracted just close your eyes yeah just close your eyes just allow the Lord to search your heart you can ask him just say Lord is there anything Anything that you need to deal with inside of my spirit, my heart, my life. And you can lay it at the altar. You can lay it down before his feet. And you can just say, Jesus, here, take this. I don't want it. I don't want it in my life anymore. take another moment and say Jesus is there anyone I need to forgive just ask him out just say that out loud Jesus is there anyone I need to forgive and if he brings somebody to mind just you don't have to say their name out loud but just speak out loud just say Jesus I choose to forgive them I choose to forgive Felt this all day today the Lord wants to heal your physical body he wants to heal you body soul spirit but he he wants to he wants to cleanse of sickness you know there there was an attack on this church we can joke around how Tammy and I brought it back from Las Vegas gave it to all you the gift that keeps on giving but the reality is Sickness is not our inheritance. Sickness is not our portion. We declare in this church often that everywhere we go is a perfect health zone. So that is still our declaration. Even though we may not be experiencing that, in the moment we declare it in the spirit that everywhere I go there's healing it's a perfect health zone because in the kingdom of heaven there is no sickness there is no COVID there is no flu there is no common cold and so we pull from heaven into earth even now but tonight especially I just feel like as we prepare to take communion the Lord wants to heal you if you're struggling with any kind of illness. I'm not going to go through a a list of things. I'm not going to call out anything with a word of knowledge. I just believe that he wants to heal your body. So Psalm 103, I'm going to read some scripture. Just maybe keep your eyes closed for a moment longer here and just soak in the word of God. Let the word of God come in powerfully. The word of God is is mighty. It is living and active. It's sharper than a sword, a double-edged sword. And it cuts and it penetrates and it divides, separating soul from spirit, joint from marrow, Judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart, of the spirit. So let the word of God come in now. Psalm 103 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits so here's your benefit package better than your job could provide who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases who redeems your life from the pit and he crowns you with love and compassion crowns you He's placing a crown of love and compassion on you, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He's slow to anger and abounding in love. That's my Jesus. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquity. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far he has removed our transgressions from us. Your sin is gone. He's removed it. The blood of Jesus has blotted out your transgressions, your sins, your iniquities. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to go ahead and take communion together. And at this time, I'll invite you guys to come up. And uh, you guys can come and grab the elements. If you need healing in your body and you want prayer, I'm going to ask you to to hold on to your communion elements and stay up here. And depending on how many, if it's just one person, Tammy and I can take care of that. If it's more than one person, I'll ask some of the prayer warriors here in the room to, to come up and lay hands. And what I would like to do, so just go ahead and come up now and grab your communion. And you can take it back to your seat. You can sit, stand, kneel. You can go into a corner of the room if you feel like you need to. But we'll take it together. Maybe pick a different one. (laughs) Didn't want to let go. Thank you, Jesus. celebrate open communion at Legacy City Church so if if you're a believer in Jesus there's freedom to remember his sacrifice and take communion. It's also your choice to hold back from doing that if you feel like you just need to pray so gonna just assume nobody needed prayer for healing tonight that you wanted to receive a <clears throat> Okay. So I just really believe that um, the Lord wants he, he wants to heal and he wants to reconcile he wants to set you and me free from any unforgiveness so I'm trusting that as we took that time to pray and to just ask the Lord to search our hearts that if there's anybody that you're holding an offense with or needing to forgive that you've done that but what we want to do is we just want to hold these elements before the Lord Jesus we we hold before you this cup and this bread we thank you Jesus we thank you for the power of your cross And Lord, we want to see you receive the reward of your suffering. Every drop of your precious blood was not without effect, was not without purpose and intent. And not one drop will will be wasted. And we give you thanks tonight, Lord. We thank you for the power of your blood to set us free from sickness, from sin from the power of the enemy, the power of the devil. And we just hold this cup before you tonight. We say, Holy Spirit, through the power of the cross, release freedom into the body tonight, freedom into this house. Holy Spirit, release your healing, release liberty. And we, where we've forgiven those that needed to be forgiven in our hearts we just say Jesus because you forgave us we've chosen to forgive them and now we ask you to, to bless them Lord we declare the blessing of Jesus over their lives that they would know you that they would know your grace your mercy the power of your love so I guess we take the cracker first right guys is that, is that the proper order Thank you, Jesus, for the broken body on the cross. You know, there's no other substance in all of the universe more powerful than the blood of Jesus. His blood has removed an ocean of sin in every one of our lives one drop of his blood has cleansed you has made you clean from the, the moment you sinned your first sin till the day you take your final breath your name has been written in the book of life the Lamb's Book of Life and you belong to him and we, we take this cup, we take the blood, this representation of the blood of Jesus, and we, we honor him tonight. We thank him for the price that gave us freedom, the price that was paid to bring healing into our bodies, the price that was paid to give you and me a new identity, a new nature, that we could be born again, that we could be transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So... As you drink the cup, just give him thanks. We honor you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Jesus. So we always offer um, before the night's over, before you walk out the doors, if you do need personal prayer, we would love to pray with you at the end of the meeting. Um, We always open the front up if anyone needs a personal prayer ministry. If you just need encouragement, some hope, an infusion, whatever it is you need, that's why we're here. That's why we set apart Sunday nights. It's to strengthen the church, to strengthen the body, so that we can go back out and resume the mission. Go back onto our mission field and continue to carry his light, carry his power, carry his authority into our city. So we're going to take a little bit of time before we uh, dive into the Word of God. Things are flowing really smooth tonight. It's awesome, considering we got a little bit of a late start. So it makes my heart happy that we're on track. I won't ramble and ruin it. So uh, Christian, why don't you come up? We're going to just do a little uh, body, continued body ministry, prophetic ministry. Barbara, if you want to come up, if you have something, um, go ahead and come up. If you don't, if you have something to encourage us with from worship i don't need to explain this to you you know what? Um, am with you guys if you want to come up if you have anything it's up to you if you feel like you've got a word um and same with papa john this is what i'll say so you guys know who you are um, who come up and share prophetically if you have a word just come you know come if any of you who know who you are
2: just thank you, Father God. We thank you for the worship, Lord. We thank you for letting us come and take communion and be part of your body, Lord. We we accept the grace that you have for us. We thank you and we accept your Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you would come, that your anointing would come, Father God. Lord, that you would minister to our hearts and heal our hearts, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to read a scripture real quick. Um, 1 Corinthians 2, chapter 2, verse 1. When I came to you, brothers, I did not come with the eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness and in fear. much trembling my messages my message and my preaching were not by wise and persuasive words but by with the demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom but on God's power that's what we're called to do it's awesome that we can come and with the, the anointing here And celebrate Christ but we need to go up and take it outside the doors and share the word we can't just consume it we'll just uh, we'll just put out the fire if we don't take it out of this place and sometimes it just means when you're in the grocery store and you see someone and God put puts that little nudge in your spirit be obedient you guys ever have that you ever miss it too and you're like all day thinking about it God wants to use you so I did get a word of knowledge for uh, a healing but first before I share that um, Jesus I just gotta wait on God During worship, there were some here that when David was talking about that spark, that flash of white light, there are some of you that broke through and God, when that happened, the heavens actually opened up and it's just not his spirit flowing, but it's healing and his gifts, words of discernment, everything's flowing when that happens and I saw it happen. And you you know when it happened. Thank you, Lord. First uh, word of knowledge I while we were, uh, he Scott said he didn't have any words of knowledge, but I have one for on the left side of the face. Someone might be feeling numb. I was numb on the face or. Um, I guess is that paralysis or um, like a, a twitching. I know my wife has this, but I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying it for you, babe. But uh it, it if there's someone here that is feeling this or has recently maybe it's a sinus, but it's just like on the left side of the face. If that's you, raise your hand. Amen. I know it's see, it's so weird when your family does it, right? <laughs> But, uh, or even like a numbness or tingling—that's what it felt like. It's more of a numbness or a tingling. Is there anyone here that has been dealing with that? Just you, okay? And then the left knee—and man, this is not <laughs> the the. I know my dad has—he mess his knees mess up every once in a while, but the left knee. Is cracking on your left knee. Is there anyone here dealing with? It? Amen. Anybody else? Any knee problems? All right. Two. You got to take it while you can get it. Amen. So those are the two things I got tonight. Lord, right now, Father God, we just ask, Lord, that you would uh, heal Sandra's face, Lord. Whatever's going on, Lord. In her cheek, Lord, we just come against that garbage, and we release it off that body. We speak to that body to be healed in Jesus' name, to be made whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, for Barbara's knee, Father God, where we pray complete healing. Also for her wrist. I see she's wearing the wrist, and I know she sprained it. We speak healing over all her bones, joints, Lord. Lord, just complete healing, Lord, over her body, Lord. We speak to her knee, Lord. Is it your left knee, Barbara? Does it crack when you just move it? Can you, what's that? Does it crack right now? Okay, well go find some stairs. No, (laughs) no. We just believe in Jesus' name that that knee's healed. We speak that, that knee in Jesus' name, be healed. Macy, um, again, it's when you do it to family, when you get worse for your family, sometimes it's kind of awkward because you see them so much and you know them. But uh, my sister knows me enough that if she'll call me on it. So, Macy, God, God has more for you. Where you think you might not be qualified or have enough, he wants to bless you. He has so much more for you. What you think is good enough for you, he has more for you. So don't settle for less in life. Want the more. Want the blessing. Want him. And Denise, um, I feel you've just been hustling and working and, and going through life. And there's some pains going on, there's some frustrations. She's family, so I can let this out. (laughs) Um, There's some pains and some frustrations and you're just feeling like, I know something's there, but you you keep falling back into this place. But I want you to tell you that God is birthing something in you because I see the glow on you. The other day I told mama, I said, Denise is pregnant. And then when we drove, I know it can't happen right now, but, but when we drove away, God said, no. She is pregnant with a gift from me. God has something. You have breakthrough coming through. You're carrying something that God's birthing in you. It's a new season. It's th- where there's areas in your life that seem kind of dormant and like they might even be dying. It's growing. It's going to be flourishing. New life. You know, I just see like yellow, new, new life over you, like a new, like even at home where you're dressing up a baby's room, it's it's okay to do that in your life. Start expecting new in your life, God's glory in your life. And Kara, there's been some bumps, but God is calling you. You're a forerunner, and I heard this on the way in tonight that you need, you're going to be running forward, and you got the flag. You're a flag carrier, and you stick that flag in the ground, and that's so. That's what God has for you. Might be experiencing some little bumps and some little hiccups and some little frustrations, but I just sense that you're you're familiar with these, this territory. I, since a young age, you've been you've went against the current. You know, you went against frustration. You went against insults. And God's using those things to bring glory to him. So I just want to encourage you to keep going forward. You're a flag bearer. You're carrying the flag, and keep trot forward. Don't give up. Where you might be questioning it, don't. Keep going forward. God's called you forward. Tammy, um... A couple weeks ago before you guys went on vacation you were praying and I don't know if you've talked about your gifts I don't, I don't really don't know what your gifts are I think I, I mentioned a word or, but your hands were I felt super high heat in your hands and so I believe that you got the gift of healing so I, I just bless that and you just start st- sticking your hands out and just walk up to people and, and, and without doubt God's going to heal him. That's how it works. It's no longer Tammy. It's God's hand. So just be obedient and let God use that. Also, Dad, with your property, I feel like God's going to make that a place of healing. It's, it's your house and it's your home, but I feel like it's going to be a place of restoration. And right now, Mom is being healed right now. I felt like the bomb of Gilead just was flowing over her right now during worship. And that she's at home right now and she's just thanking the Lord for her healing she's rejoicing but I feel like your 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 property is going to be a place where people come and get restored the, the peace of God's going to be on your property, okay well what's your name in the black? Miranda and Kaylee, Mahayla are you guys not sisters are you fr- just friends just friends and you guys got a home church okay there's a bond there with you guys but during worship i just saw you you broke through in worship and you have a heart of worship and i also see in your when you're alone with god you're just as blessed you know in your prayer closet god won't, you're going to do things that most other people won't step forward i also you i don't know i see i see you guys like as a like a band almost you know do you guys play musical instruments at all no you sing yeah what strings oh, no instruments okay but i just saw god using you you guys way in worship so i don't know how long it's going to be but um i just saw during worship that you really broke through in that flash of light that i talked about earlier i saw it break through god was saying Thank you, and I'm pleased with you. You have the Father's heart. And when you broke through, it allowed everyone around you to receive their healings. It allowed people to be ministered to. And that's how your ministry is going to be. As you worship the Lord, things are going to go open up around you. And people are going to feel it, feel the presence of God and get healing and get ministered to. Amen? Does that make sense to you?
3: So so just as he was speaking to the three of you, like you all are obviously individuals and you have your own strengths and you all bring something to the table. But I had this picture of kind of like in the movies when you see like three guys walking away from something, there's this explosion in the back. And that's like you guys, but in the spirit. Like there's when you guys minister or just being who you are to people and just loving on people that you're just like blowing things up in the spirit. So protect that bond between you guys. I obviously let others in, but protect that bond and protect your time with Jesus. Like just go after him 100%. I just feel the father's love for you guys. Like he's just so proud of you guys and he, he loves that intimate time with you. And so you guys just run, 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 run and just keep blowing stuff up in the spirit. It's awesome.
4: It's uh, more of a testimony, because uh, I got up this morning, and it's the anniversary of 9-11. In 2001, when that happened, I was watching TV at work. That's, we turned it on. Curtis <laughs> turned it on. And so we were watching the Twin Towers and, and the, the reception. All we had to do was put rabbit ears on it. But It was real foggy and everything, but we saw the buildings fall. We heard that there were all the terrible stuff that happened. And for the next three days, I had this rage and anger and it was just, it was eating me alive. And I was asking God, I says, take it. I don't want it, I can't carry it. And uh, I remember praying and praying and praying and I, I would you know finally before church i uh was praying I said, god take this and it was almost audible he says i've appointed leaders for this country it's their job and they're gonna take it they're gonna handle it it was just like everything just I mean, it was almost audible it was just everything just melted off just this this heavy weight i mean i hated everything that Reminded me of Arabic countries And it, you know God took it all off And that was, it was awesome
0: And I just remembered it It Yeah, he's faithful He doesn't want his kids Carrying poison Anger, rage, unforgiveness Bitterness, it's like poison And he's really good at just Pushing that stuff out So that's That's awesome so, yeah, just a couple things. Um, just as your, your brother was prophesying. It, by the way, you guys who have been here you know, know this is different tonight. Um, sometimes there's like eight people up here, and that's what ends up being the whole night, is sharing words and testimonies and encouragements. Um, but this was good. I mean, he just like, launched out some words that sparked a few things for me, I know. Um, but I just saw you hang on real quick I want you guys to catch it before it's gone just turn around and look at the sunset real quick it's just it's it's like yeah it's like a tequila sunrise no what is, what is that a tequila sunset I don't I don't yeah never mind I don't know anyway it's just it's beautiful and I just feel like it's when 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 the Lord sparks you to and grabs your attention he's just wanting to show you beauty in his creation and it just feels perfect with what's going on tonight <clears throat> but i just as your brother was giving you that word i was seeing you not it wasn't quite like the galaxy but it did look galactic i um, just kind of walking towards a really big door i don't even remember what color it was but it was a big door and it was like i could i knew i almost got a glimpse like it was jesus right on the other side of it but you didn't know what was going to go on behind that door but you were just moving towards it kind of with your head down and you're going to open the door. And it, yeah, I mean, let let your spirit just run with what what that will look like. Because when you open that door, he's going to be right there. And it's he's just standing in this wide open galaxy, this big open space. And you're standing, you've been standing in it the whole time. But you haven't noticed how much space there is all around. It's just that door. You've been just trudging towards that door so we'll just let you figure that one out um, and Macy I just as your, your uncle was giving you a word I just I felt the tenderness of God over you he loves your heart he, he really does like, I'm not just making this up I've, I really felt his his heart over your heart like he he's his his love and his it's the right word it's always hard to find the right words but he just sees the tenderness of your heart and he knows the longings of your spirit of your innermost being and he has so much like so much for you i was thinking of your name and <clears throat> macy's and you know how macy's well for some of us it's like nordstrom's but for others it's like target i don't know it depends on how rich you are i guess but to, to us macy's is like some nice things there shopping at Macy's, you come home with expensive clothes and possibly nice furniture. But I just felt like like the Lord has placed within you so much treasure that don't, you don't even know that's all what all is inside of there. But I just believe that as as you run into the Father's arms and you, you love on King Jesus and you welcome the Holy Spirit to come into your life and just take over help you with things, whatever it is you, you need. And that's what He does. Holy Spirit, He's our helper. He's our comforter, He's our counselor. And he, he loves for you to just invite Him in in every little situation. But know this, that the Lord's thoughts towards you, they are like a thousand times moving towards you individually. You're not insignificant as your uncle was saying, something like that. But that his thoughts towards you, the Bible says they outnumber the grains of sand on the seashore. So figure that out. That means his attention is towards his people, his creation, all the time. And if he knows how many hairs are on just one person's head like you, that means his thoughts towards you are just as numerous as, well, they're uncountable. He's not distant. He's closer than your breath. So I just want to encourage you with that. And the three of you visitors, I just, this might sound kind of silly, but it almost kind of goes along with what, with what my brother over here was saying. Why I can't think of your name all of a sudden. My God, Christian. (laughs) Help me, Lord. What's your name? Who am I? Where am I? (laughs) I have to break up the awkwardness with some silliness. I just, you know, I heard the Lord say three musketeers. And I thought, what? Are, hopefully they're not like doing bad stuff. I don't think so. They, I know they have swords. A musketeer is a carrier of a musket, but you know, the, the ones that we know of, the three musketeers, if you're that old and you know about them, they have swords, but they're a band of people. So I, that was awesome that you said that there's something about the three of you. I just feel like the three of you are like the three musketeers. So just have fun with that maybe go find a, a movie poster or something. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I have the wireless microphone. Um, we need we need to record that
5: that was confirmation of the three musketeers cuz it's Kayla? No. Miranda, Kaylee, and, okay. So I know that when you guys first walked in and Um, Today, I don't know, I got lost on TikTok. Okay, I'm going to go to your guys' level. And I've been watching just the, the Queen Elizabeth and all of this stuff that has just been, I don't know, I liked one, and then it was all, the whole day, and I was telling Christian, I was like, I've been watching about, you know, Queen Elizabeth and the princess and the queen and the king and all these different things. And when I first saw you guys, it was like, you guys are princesses, and God is really proud of you guys. And he wants you to know that even though you're not, sometimes you get disappointed with your walk or how you feel about your decisions, you are his princesses. And he's proud of you guys. And I know I was joking, you know, about coming to church where you're trying to find a boyfriend. (laughs) But God already, already, he already has that man for you. And he has picked him he knows what the plan is and he is just preparing you for that moment and so with your heart and like just with christian what he was saying and what you were saying with the musketeers it was like and i in my mind i was like you know what god you just keep using them i know i hate when people asked us what church do you go to and we're like oh we got a church and that was your first response you know so you know god is using you guys as musketeers as princesses and also you know christian was saying i got lost now because i looked at you christian <laughs> but he is proud he's proud of you guys
0: and remember it's musketeers not mousketeers it's mousketeers no 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 you did <clears throat>
2: i'm sorry that we keep targeting you guys but um thank you for coming you know you have a home church thank you for coming and worshiping to go off a little bit with sandra's tag along hers you know the three musketeers um you guys have to have each other's back in this world this world doesn't want you guys He doesn't want you banded together. He doesn't want, this world doesn't want you worshiping God. So encourage each other, fight for each other, contend. One of my favorite books is Jude, the book of Jude. And it says, contend for the faith. That means fight for the faith, fight for your sister. Where one of you is struggling, stand for her in prayer, minister for her. You know, you you see things that she's struggling with, vice versa have each other's back covered because the enemy is here to steal, kill, and destroy. He's a liar and he will lie to you and he'll lie and lie and lie and then you'll start questioning, am I worthy? And you guys have to keep each other covered with your word. I really know you guys really cover each other because when you went to the restroom, they were laughing because you had the light off in there. So, I encourage you guys, cover each other. That's what a true brother does. That's what true sisters do, right? So I just want to bless you guys.
0: So I was telling Christian that, you know, I was just, my thumbs kept doing this weird shaky thing, which is not, I don't have Parkinson's. I I don't get the shakes just during worship. And then it was both of my thumbs. I I was just feeling like, God is just letting me know. That's just His His power, and I felt like when Christian was out, this forerunner flag staker in the ground person, I felt like we needed to um, have the two of you come up here and just affirm it and bless it. Can you can you handle that? I mean, I'm not saying that something weird's going to happen, but if it does, so if you guys. And Christian, if you would just um, maybe put a hand too, but this isn't just, I mean, the two of you are one. So this isn't just a Kara word, or what's your name? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's, it's not a Kara or a David word. But I just, I keep hearing like the worship and the warrior. There was a word that was given to us about the worshiper and the warrior. And it's like, it's, but it's not a reversal. It's the two of you. Become, have, having become one, you're like a, worshiping warriors. And so what God has for her requires what you carry, and what he has for you requires what she carries. And together, it's just like powerful. So I don't know if anyone um, wants to stick a hand on them, but let's just just extend your hands. We don't want to make this any crazier than necessary, but thank you, Lord. Yeah, Christian, why don't you just, we want to repeat that word again.
2: Lord, we just bless the calling on their lives right now, Lord. We bless the calling, Lord, of the forerunner, Lord. Going to going places where others won't go, Lord. We speak that over them, Lord. We, we, we just send the angels before their footsteps, Lord. Lord, prepare their hearts for their journey, Lord, for their track, Lord. Lord, give them the, the desire and the strength to move forward where others won't move forward. Enough joking up here, with this is serious time. Lord, thank you, Jesus, we praise you, Lord. Also, I believe in the transference of the anointing, Lord, and um, Benny Johnson spoke something over me and Sandra when we were in Bethel. She said to both of us, and I'm, I'm releasing this over you guys, a healing mantle, signs and wonders, signs and wonders, a hate for disease, Contend for the impossible anointing. A handle, signs and wonders, signs and wonders. A hate for disease. Contend for the impossible anointing. You guys are called to wave this flag. Wave it. Move forward. You'll hit bumps. You'll get tripped up, but continue to move forward because God's blessing you and what you're doing and what you're called to do.
0: just as Christian was speaking that I was seeing like the Calvary just like stampeding around the two of you like a whirlwind of horses with cavalry in the flags holding the flag just going fast around you you are surrounded you are surrounded your, your call and your mission and your ministry requires an army of warriors surrounding you encircling you protecting you so we just bless it we bless we bless what god has called you to we release the blessing of this church to the ministry and and the call on your lives thank you lord you guys good awesome see nothing scary happened should get magnetized to the floor Are you get, trying to get my attention? Okay, I wasn't sure if you're just winking.
6: <laughs> so during worship, I saw or I was shown that it's like uh, the heavens opened up and that was pouring out of the heavens was was a light, but it was like in a liquid form, and it, it just filled this room. It filled the hearts of each of us here, and it, it's a, a, a liquid love. It's a a love that purifies, and it it cannot be contained. It's spilled through this room and out into the community. It's just, it's really awesome to see this. Just everywhere we go, everything we do these days, it's just, we're vessels of the Lord, and this liquid love is amplified through us. Everywhere we go, everyone we see, and there's so many out there hungry, for this and there's so many that we're just we're purged on the preface on the precipice here of this huge huge revival that's going to manifest itself here and we better like you know bat down the hatches because they're coming those who are those who are already filled with the love of Jesus and those who know nothing about Jesus and they're just going to be breaking down the doors here So we're ready. We're ready. Awesome. That's
0: good. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. 748. You guys did good. You did, as my dad always says to me, you did good. Well, you guys did good. Yeah. So I I think I'm going to hold on to what Jeff. Gabe, I'm going to keep that for, I'm going to keep that for um, just the core. And, but I will send the, the response. So, if you're wondering what is he talking about, <clears throat> we have a friend of the house, a prophet, apostolic prophet, prophetic ap- apostle, I don't know. I, I think he's a prophet, um, whatever it is that he is. He's a, he's a friend of this house and he sent a, a letter, an email out to leaders. And um, I think it would be more effective if I have, have the words up so you guys can actually see it. So I think we should just finish off the night with the last half of Ephesians 4. Because the Word of God is good. And I feel like there's some things specifically to, to help us with tonight in this Word, in this portion of the last half of chapter 4. And I think we can do it without going past 8 o'clock. I know, you guys start, you can laugh, it's okay, (laughs) Ethan, he's like, and part of the motivating factor is we have some ice cream in our fancy little mini fridge in the back room there. If our visitors like ice cream, we have some really delicious ice cream cone thingies, you know those cones. Where do they go? It's not like I have an ice cream machine and cones back there. Ice cream cones and Klondike bars and mm, mmm, it's going to be good. (laughs) maybe we should just be done now (laughs) what's that hurry up and read the scripture so I don't really feel like there's a ton of of expository preaching as much as I, I you know I personally have loved expository preaching I used to be a fan of Calvary Chapel if you don't know who Calvary Chapel is well whatever you know you missed out but there's the Calvary Satellite Network, all the Calvary chapels of the United States. Well the the, the famous preachers like Chuck Smith of course and then others. <clears throat> Greg, uh Craig Glory. Craig Glory. Yeah. Chuck Swindle's a Calvary Chapel guy? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I just I used to feed on that. I'd play that on the radio. And so I, I love breaking down the word of God. We were a part of Mars Hill Church back in the day when they launched a campus because initially we loved Mark Driscoll's going through books of the Bible, and this hasn't always been our style. Typically, we get a theme from the Lord and just kind of build scripture on that theme and, and just present that if we'd get to it, but I felt a while back that God just gave me the grace to have fun. So here we go. We're going to read some Ephesians 4. Are you guys good with that? I hope so. Too late. This is from the Passion Translation, so, starting at verse 17. I underlined a few words, a few phrases in there, because this is really different than the NIV. So, I learned the Word of God by studying the NIV, and then later found the English Standard Version to be a better translation, but I'm just so used to the NIV. But, now we do the Passion Translation here in our gatherings, for the most part. So I just kind of had to, like, jog my memory on a few things here. Verse 17, so with the wisdom given me, this is Paul, of course, talking to the church in Ephesus, with the wisdom given to me from the Lord, I say, should not live like the unbelievers around you who walk in their empty delusions. So we live in a society mixed with believers and non-believers, right? Jesus said when he returns... The angels are going to come. They're going to separate the wheat from the, the chaff, the sheep from the goats. It's, I, I don't like to have a mentality of an us and them. I feel like we're all in this pot together, and when, when the final day comes, you know, all of your fears about not making it, <laughs> I'm joking a little bit. You, you'll, you know who you are now, and you're going to know who, who really wasn't genuinely in the kingdom and that, I don't know. That's probably going to be a part of the reason for all the tears that he's going to have to wipe away from our eyes because, you know, we're going to be grieved, not only from those who didn't receive Jesus, but because of the things that we, we didn't accomplish that we now see the one who we've worshipped all this time. But anyway, back to the scripture. See, this is going to be dangerous. I'm going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to put the pedal to the metal right now. So we are living in a community in a world full of delusion, Okay. The Bible says that people are, are under the power of the prince of the air, the devil. And so the, the enemy's work is deception, delusion. He wants to keep the minds of unbelievers blinded. So we, we give thanks because he, he rescued us from the darkness, right? Jesus saved us. He called us. He chose you. He called you out of darkness into his light. And he gave you his spirit so that you could walk In his illumination you can actually see what's going on in the world around you and as you walk with Jesus that illumination is going to grow deeper and deeper in discernment in the prophetic in wisdom and understanding so because of that because of the the seed of the Holy Spirit that's been given to every one of us who are believers we have to take it and we have to we have to nurture it and care for it we can't as Paul's encouraging us and it's almost kind of a warning scripture we can't just Walk like everyone else. We can't just dive into the flow of the world and just go with the flow All of the agendas all of the things that are just coming in like a flood You know, and I don't need to go down the list But we know what what we're fighting against at least in this nation, right? And worldwide probably too a lot of us are paying attention. We have we are the army of the awakened You've swallowed lots of red pills and you're like, oh my God, what is happening in this? Anyway, there's a lot of delusion. There is a lot of delusion. And sometimes we have to just press into God to make sure what what we are believing and listening to is actually true. But we shouldn't live like unbelievers around who walk in their empty delusions. Their corrupted logic has been clouded Because their hearts are so far from God. Their blinded understanding and deep-seated moral darkness is what's keeping them from true knowledge, from the true knowledge of God. See, when we're blinded and we don't know the wisdom and the knowledge of God, we don't have the Holy Spirit indwelling in us, leading us, and, and convicting us deeply, and directing our steps, we basically just give in to the flesh. We give into what's going on in the culture, and we become immoral. We become blinded. We get this immorality, this moral darkness. Is that a weird way of phrase it, moral? Is there such a thing as moral darkness? I guess you could call it that. Anyway, I would just say immorality. So because of spiritual apathy, and this is the one I kind of wanted to highlight a little bit, I honestly, I, okay, so I'm going to confess, I'm a high school dropout. I almost graduated the 11th grade, I mean the 12th grade. (laughs) That sounds really bad. (laughs) I actually almost graduated from my senior year, but they wanted me to come back for PE credits. So now you can figure out why I dropped out. Okay, so I'm not completely, completely an ignoramus, but, you know, I did get straight A's when all my friends dropped out of school and I actually started attending. So I guess I have half a brain when when applied. I know my dad's like, what in the world? But I honestly didn't know what the word apathy meant. I knew it was like, you know, lethargic, kind of uninterested, which I guess is basically, it's like disconnected. What's good? Come on, personal dictionary in the room. Give me the the dictionary definition of apathy in one word. Okay, I'm going to give you two seconds. (laughs) You better get your phone out and look it up. I, I shouldn't harass you so much, but I put you on the spot. Anybody? Apathy? Almost dead. Okay, there we go. You're saved, Barbara. Mr. Christian. Almost dead. So, because of spiritual apathy, they surrender their lives to lewdness, impurity, and sexual obsession. Lewdness. I had to look that up, too. What is lewd behavior? We have lots of laws on the books in counties and regions about lewd behavior it basically is the same thing as sexual obsession. It, it, it's just being dirty-minded, just being driven by sexual naughtiness. Is that not what is going on in our culture? And, and we, okay, so I know my son's laughing back there. No, no, you're laughing, so I'm just gonna say, we, we have to be honest with ourselves. We sometimes, because we're, in the, we're steeped in it all around, we might find ourselves being entertained by it when we put Netflix shows on. We might have one time been partakers of American Dad or Family Guy because it was amusing. But, you see, you get lured in to the things of the culture from, through the entertainment, and the, the entertainment, the spirit behind much of that knows how to draw you in because humor draws us in. Curiosity draws us in. Excitement to see crime happening and criminals being busted by the FBI or Chicago PD we're waiting for the new episodes of Chicago PD to finally kick in because what's the date she probably could tell you the date so is there anything wrong with humor no one-third of the kingdom is joy the kingdom of heaven is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit Jesus knew joy without measure He was anointed with the oil of joy. Laughter is good medicine. So the enemy knows how to use these things that draw the the spiritual appetites within us to to bring us into these places where the enemy has poisoned those things, where the enemy has twisted those things. Sex is actually a biblical good thing between a husband and a wife. But the enemy knows how to pervert things and make it humorous or make it embarrassing or make it weird on and on and on and it's when we become spiritually apathetic is that right did i say it right apathetic i don't know just go with me if i have spiritual apathy if i interest in pursuing the things of god especially as children of god you know we when we start to well we would call it backsliding even though that word's not in the bible but if we just start to lose our, our fire for God, our passion for the things of God, if we stop seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, then we'll just get pulled into the lures, the hooks of the enemy through all kinds of things. It's not just entertainment, not just Netflix. So, and I'm not condemning anyone. We have Netflix ready to watch when we get home. And we've actually found some good stuff. So, But anyway, I just wanted to contrast, especially in verse 19, it's because of spiritual apathy, because they don't have... A hunger for for the real reality you know the, the kingdom and the the realm of the spirit is is more real than what we're standing on right now like this room this planet everything could get rolled up like a scroll and thrown away and dissolved but what is invisible the invisible kingdom of god is unshakable and it's more real it's eternal it's more real than, than this room that we're in right now. When this body that I'm living in, the body that you're living in, finally takes its last breath, the real you, the eternal you, is going to come out of that tent, that, that tent that no longer can hold your spirit. And your spirit's going to just fly out, hopefully with angels escorting you right up to the throne room. Anyway, I just, that, that really struck me. That really rattled me a little bit. It's like spiritual apathy. We, we become apathetic to the things of the Spirit when we give ourselves to the things of the world. When we go with the flow, the current of society, does that mean we should no longer watch movies? We shouldn't go shopping? We shouldn't travel in Sin City? No, that's not what I'm saying. But it, it, it is about keeping your relationship with Jesus first and Supreme and central to everything that you do in life.
3: I really feel like the only the time we should get rid of those things is if it's really consuming us and it's changing us instead of God changing us Because there's nothing wrong with watching movies and that sort of thing as long as it's the right stuff But when it's causing us to be like, well, it's no big deal when really God's like that is a big deal. It's all about how what we feed ourselves on. What you know, are we mostly taking in I don't know. violent movies or are we taking in the word of God? Are we taking in worship? Like what what's consuming us most of the time? Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean there was Something that we were we watched a long time ago, and we started rewatching it. And I just felt like, right now, yeah. the Lord was saying to me, "Like you got to not watch that right now. There's just there's no hope in it." I'll just tell you, I'm going to tell them. It was breaking. <laughs> it, it was <clears throat> it was Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. It's actually a well put together, very entertaining, creative uh, show series. But there's a lot of darkness in it, a lot of darkness in it. And so I just, I felt like this, I just, every time we watched an episode, I felt like this is just, doesn't sit right anymore. Like where I'm at right now, I I can't feed myself that kind of stuff. It's like eating really bad junk food, like really bad, like ultra caffeinated, sugar-coated poison or something. Anyway, let's move on to the next scripture so we can get through this. Verse 20, but this is not the way of life that Christ has unfolded within you. See, as Christians, that is not what we are meant to do. We are not meant to give ourselves and and feed ourselves on a diet of of darkness. If you have really experienced the anointed one and and heard his truth, it will be seen in your life. I prophesy that we'll prophesy it over ourselves just put your hand on your heart as i read this if i have really experienced and you have really experienced the anointed one jesus if he's come into our hearts and heard his truth it will be seen in my life so i just declare over myself it's going to be seen in my life i i want to nurture i want to fan into flame the seed of god that is in me i don't want to cover it up with with trash like a junkyard like the, like the garbage dump. I don't want to bury his light. This is a, is a time in our nation, in our, in our world, in history, where the light has to shine. There's so much darkness. I'm going to go on a preach moment here. There is so much darkness that's going on in the world around us, and we are not supposed to just hide in the church, crawl under the pews. We don't have pews, but crawl under a pew or a chair, and beg God, let the rapture happen tonight. Jesus said, Occupy until I come. Occupy. We are to take territory. We are to do the same works that Jesus did. We are to take the, the message, the, the good news of the kingdom of our God into all the earth. We were chosen and received, given a deposit of the Holy Spirit anointing and the authority of the name of Jesus to go and undo the works of the devil in our own lives, in our family, and in anywhere you go in your sphere of influence. too okay. tight. Pants are too tight. I mean, sorry. I used to say that a lot. So, it will be seen in our lives. If, if, we, if we listen to the Holy Spirit, if we, if we surrender or yield to his prompting and his pulling and leading, The light that you carry within you, the the fiber optics are going to come into alignment more and more as we behold his face and behold his glory, more and more we are going to be transformed from glory to glory to glory into his image, into his likeness, making us more powerful, more effective as we are intimate with him, as we know him, as just like Jesus, as we hear the voice of the Father and we... Do what we see the Father showing us, and we say what we hear the Father saying. Is that okay? You guys, all right? For we know that the ultimate reality is embodied in Jesus. Okay, and He has taught you to let go of the lifestyle of the ancient man. That's actually what the original Aramaic translates: the ancient man, the old self-life, which was corrupted by the sinful and deceitful desires that spring from delusions. There we go again, delusions. Thinking of, you know, the darkness that's over the minds of people that tries to get over our minds, the the delusions. Where was I at in that scripture? Sinful, deceitful desires. Delusions cause sinful and deceitful desires to spring up. We forget who we are. We forget who is in us. We we lose sight of the, the nearness of our God, that he's actually walking with you, fellowshipping with you, Hovering over you covering you with his his mercy and grace and love When we walk away It gives It gives room for sinful deceitful desires to spring up But now it's time to be made new by every revelation So I didn't like this way he translated it because In different versions like the esv. It says be made new in the spirit of your mind or the spirit of your thinking but he translated it, be made new by every revelation that has been given to you. So, in a, in a way, I hear what he's saying by being renewed in the spirit of your mind. You're, we're saying, the scripture is telling us that we need to be renewed in our thinking by the, the revelation that the Holy Spirit is giving us through our intimacy with him. Does that make sense? As you press into God, unfold the word of God, read the scriptures study scriptures and and listen to his voice ask him questions hear what he has to say in the now moments for over your life press into intimacy with him and that's going to cause us to go in a different direction okay where was i at verse 24 and be transformed as you embrace the glorious christ within i don't like that personally but it's okay as your new life And live in union with him. Okay, I got to be honest. The reason why it bugs me is because I used to study like cults and New Age stuff and a lot of the cults would say Just follow the Christ within You know the Unitarians they talk about Christ in all and the the Christ within the Christ spirit It just so when he translated that way it just kind of triggers my my scars I guess so forgive me if it doesn't bother you I know that he's referring to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus that has been given to you that the day you confessed faith in Christ, the moment you believed in him, you were sealed with that promised Holy Spirit or the Christ within. So, okay, I can deal with it. I can get over it. Are you guys good with it? Are you guys cool? You're like, okay, all right, whatever. Let's move on. We're gonna get done with this. We are, I promise. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness, and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. You were born for holiness. are you looking at the clock back there? I, I stopped looking at it ten minutes ago. So. <laughs> in the realm of true holiness, why is the Holy Spirit called the Holy Spirit? Because He's holy. Holy Spirit. That's right. So if the Holy Spirit lives in you, then you should probably by reaction to him living in you become holy as he is holy. Do I need to clarify? We know that we don't earn God's favor and we don't earn salvation by our works by trying to be holy. Okay, we don't, we don't try to manifest approval from God. Rather, the spirit of God comes into us and he does the work in us. He does the work of sanctification. He regenerates our spirit that was dead and he he causes our spirit man to hunger and thirst for righteousness, and then we we get transformed. We get metamorphosed over time. We become more and more like King Jesus. It's awesome. So, verse twenty-five: discard every form of dishonesty and lying. So, quit lying, kids. Don't you lie to me. I know you hit your brother, Nora. No. I'm just <laughs> Stop your lying, stop being dishonest, so that you will be known as one who always speaks the truth. Integrity. For we all belong to one another. We're almost done. You guys are doing so good. You're patient, kind, and forgiving. Eleven minutes after eight. But don't let the passion of your emotions get your emotions under control, guys. Why am I looking at you two? Don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. And don't let anger control you or be fueled for revenge, not for even a day. And that confirms the word that Papa John had about how God helped you get rid of that anger that you had towards the jihadists. Don't give the slanderous accuser the devil. He added a capital D, but I had to just fix that. I don't know. I don't like to capitalize even that other name, the S word. Don't give the accuser the devil an opportunity to manipulate you. See, he's a trickster. He's a deceiver. He wants to manipulate you. He wants to lie to you and try to get you to slip and follow in his deception. Verse 28, if any of you has stolen from someone else, never do it again. Just quit it. Don't steal. Okay? Instead, be industrious, earning an honest living, and then you'll have enough to bless those in need. Well, this is pretty simple stuff here, like basic rules for life. And never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth. God, I'm so sorry. But instead, let your words become beautiful gifts that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to help them. Let's let that truth, let that encouragement renew our minds and give us something to aim for tomorrow when we go back to work. If you're going into the workplace or talking to neighbors or whatever. The Holy Spirit of God has sealed you in Jesus Christ until you experience your full salvation. So never grieve the Spirit of God or take for granted his holy influence in your life. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums. I won't look at anybody. Revenge. Okay, I was looking at Tammy. I... <laughs> Revenge. Profanity. I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. And insults. Verse 32, and I think that's the last verse, right? But instead, be kind. You know, you're going to screenshot that? You're going to text it to him tomorrow? Instead, be kind. And that actually can be in, in translated as sweet. It doesn't have it in there, but I thought, I needed to just let everyone know. Instead, be sweet. Sweeten up. Why am I looking at you? When you're, when you're giving... Oh. You said it, not me. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. I haven't seen you like in over, over two weeks, I think, I haven't seen you. So. And then when we did bring something to your house, you were coughing in the back room. We were like, no, 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 stay there. We're out of here. When you're, when you're giving out those Costco treats as the sample lady, just ladies and gentlemen, the Gig Harbor sample lady, she to her, yes, she does a great job. Tammy's mama, and she's my mom, too. I mean, in law. Okay. Anyway, this is getting weirder by the second. Be sweet, okay? Be, practice kindness, you guys. When you're in a restaurant and someone serves you, look up and say thank you. Don't just, don't just look at the food and, and then they walk away like, hmm, hope I get a good tip. <clears throat> no, let them know they're going to get a good tip by smiling at them and say thank you. Yeah, maybe God's going to give you a prophetic word for them. What you gotta do sometimes is turn the yeah, turn the love on. Turn the, the spigot of love on. I, I'm talking about this and there's a restaurant manager basically right in, right here in the room. She's the hostess of hostesses. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. People can be so rude and like nasty. It's not the waitress's fault that the steak wasn't cooked right or all the way or not all not enough. Yeah, don't don't be mean. If you're a Christian, tip well and be be kind. Be sweet. Yes, be generous. So be, instead, be kind, sweet, affectionate toward one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Then graciously forgive one another. Why don't we stand up? So Jesus, we made it 15 minutes over. Practice forgiveness, church. It's just as He God forgave you, you got to forgive me. You have to. He told you you have to. Because if you don't, your sins aren't going to be forgiven. So, yeah, set you up. All right, so Jesus, let's just put your hands out. Lord, we just worship you. We thank you for a fun night. We thank you, God, that we could we could have fun. We could laugh together. We could encourage one another. We could most of all just engage with you face-to-face and worship. God, we love you. We love your word. We love your presence. We love your, your house. We love your people. We love the bride of Christ, Lord we thank you for this church we thank you for the the people that are in this room God we thank you for the city that we live in and we just end this night by, by opening up our hearts wide before you and we welcome you fire of God to come and fill our hearts with love and with passion for Jesus and passion and desire to see people saved to know you to be set free so we just love you Lord we love you love you love you in Jesus name alright we're gonna dismiss officially if you want some ice cream somebody will probably hand you one if maybe someone who knows where to go look um, can go get some remember there's cones and Klondike sandwiches (laughs) you know why (laughs) forget it forget about it so and if you want prayer come up to the front here I will wait for my ice cream just to pray with you. All right.